Hello and welcome to You Are Human with Jagrati, all you wonderful people. As you all know, this is our first ever video interview episode. Ta-da! <laughs> and all thanks to Salal Khanjuri, who is also known as Umani around the world, because I have been chasing him since May this year when I started podcasting in 2020. You know, COVID. And COVID and everything. Yeah, it inspired me to, yeah. you know, come up with You Are Human with Jagriti. Mm. And I was chasing him. And he finally agreed to do it in November with one condition that I'm not going to do it on Zoom. I don't want just audio, but I want it to be in video. So here we are with the setup. Yeah, because it's it's better to see, you know, when you have a discussion or something, it's yes. really better to talk to someone face-to-face -face instead of like a video call. You feel like it's kind of not uh, pure or not... Uh, right. Yeah, so I yeah. feel like to do some like uh, a face-to-face -face conversation. Absolutely. <laughs> and I love that you did that mm -hmm. because of you, this has happened. So thank you so much for playing a catalyst in making this happen. So thank you again. <laughs> and isn't it true that in our lives, anybody mm -hmm. who comes, mm -hmm. even for a brief period, yeah. whether we have a good experience or a bad experience, mm -hmm. he or she contributes in some or the other development of us, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Tala, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you graduated mm -hmm. and then you went to Europe, okay, in your first solo trip ever. Then you came back, you joined a company, and mm -hmm. then you decided to quit your job mm -hmm. and travel around the world. Yeah. Now, were you bitten by the wanderlust bug or is it that you are a seeker deep within? And I think, like, I would call myself more of a seeker that yeah. I just want to discover and uh, to seek for knowledge and to see the world in a different way and different view. Because, like, here in Oman, we just live, like, it's, I would say it's a monoculture uh, yeah. place. Yeah. So I really want to, wanted to see the other cultures. I wanted right. to see other religions. I wanted to see how people act, how people eat, how people see different faces, different colors, different food, different nature, culture, everything. And yes. so I wanted to, to see how other people live. I wanted to live that moment as well. I didn't want to just see it on the on tv or just uh, through the phone or through the screens. I wanted to see it from my eyes first-hand experience yeah. you wanted yeah <laughs> yeah it was like uh, then i decided like why shouldn't i um do it right so i planned to do it for a year and but then like all of a sudden it continued and i felt like i didn't want to stop because it wasn't enough i wanted to see more right so i decided why not continue until until let's see yeah when when is the time yeah. to stop yeah. <laughs> and then so I traveled for around 1,000 days, 1,030 wow. days, so around, let's say, almost uh, three years. Almost three years. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like so many people in the world mm -hmm. are actually wanting to live this life. And of course, these days, the solo traveling culture going around, mm. of course, due to COVID now, it's not possible. But I think in the past 10 years or 15 mm. years, this culture has grown a lot. Mm. And there are more of us wanting to try solo traveling. So I have done my share 
you know, a little bit of my share of solo traveling as well. Uh, you know, my parents have been really supportive. I did my first solo trip to Spain and I had nothing booked. I'd not even booked where I'm going to stay, just my flights. That's the best and thing, I, actually. Yeah, right? <laughs> and I just went with my intuition. Mm-hmm. And even it's a new land. It's my first time ever that I'm doing a solo travel. So I think as human beings, when we are put in certain situations, mm-hmm. our instincts play a role. Isn't it? Yeah, Now, because you travel for 1,000 days, yeah. how has your intuition played a role? I think like uh, it really depends because if you put plans and if you plan for a trip, hmm. you won't have that experience of seeing things. Right. But if you go with your guts, if you go like just go with the flow. Yes. You will just experience things that you never seen before. Like right. I want to give an example. For example, here in Oman, if you just let's say instead of driving a car every day, you just decide, okay, you're not going to take control of of your day. Hmm. You go and take a taxi, or you go and walk and take a bus, and so you will see a complete different people. Right. You will see different things. Yes. So yes. I think that's the beauty of just going and uh, following your instincts or uh, yes. your guts and just see things and in my travels I learned a lot with this like mm-hmm. I learned how to react faster if things happen like all of a sudden I know how to control it now right, right. but at first I, I like I got a little bit confused how how should I do this and this Correct. but then with the experiences you just You just learn a lot of things. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was reading one of your interviews and something I found really interesting is uh, the interviewer asked you that which country's hospitality you, you liked a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was hoping to get some, you know, maybe America or, you know, UK or something. <clears throat> but you named Sudan. Yeah. So can you like just explain a little <laughs> how was the hospitality? Like what made you... convince or what what made you feel that yes this is the country that's hospitality is wow I mean, like i think sudanese are really like compared to many countries sudanese are really hospitable yeah. uh in in which way like they will always welcome you hmm. even if like they're with their worst conditions they will always welcome you right the country is in a complete mess i would say a little bit with hmm. the With the currency, with the yes. with the politics, with the poverty and everything, and everything yeah. yeah. So you could see the people; they're really welcoming, hmm. like really welcoming. <laughs> 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 yeah, so to, I had a really good experience when seeing like everyone would love to welcome you. Right. Like I would say, many countries they act the same as Sudan, like in Iran or like in uh, Ethiopia or like in Mexico. But I think. Yes. Sudan, they got it the most. Like yeah. Yeah, I would say, like I wanted to say, like okay, Oman is the most hospitable. But then when I went to Sudan, like wow, okay, <laughs> someone are like more hospitable than us. Than us. Because that's what I was thinking. Because we live in a country which mm. it's amazing. I was yeah. doing real estate in Dubai for three years, and then I moved to Oman to do real estate. And when I was doing real estate in Dubai. Because we are so many agents, mm-hmm. people would not, it's not a very respectable job if you're mm-hmm. a broker. You know, yeah. they would be like, okay, if not you, somebody else. Mm-hmm. So we weren't treated really well. But when I came to Oman, I would go look for a property. The person would bring kawa, would bring dates. And somewhere I was like, 
what <laughs> i actually am being respected <laughs> so you know and you know living in this country for so many years i have seen that side but after i moved to dubai and you know experience so much negativity and coming back to this it was again like reiterating in my head that yes you live in the best country where everybody is so humble and so genuine and so kind so yeah you're right we so, are so blessed exactly and so imagine when you got to sudan or something yeah. what's going to happen maybe <laughs> yeah. they will give me like a mobile phone or something come and adopt me i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. You never know. What has been the most dangerous experience in all your travel? You said you traveled for 1000 days straight. The thing like people always talk about the bad experiences. They don't see the good experience of things. Right. Like I always say like if we have 10 experiences, we will always think about the one bad experience we Correct. had. We would never think of the nine good experiences. Yes. And that's I think that's a really sad thing right. because we always see at the the negative side of our experiences. Yes. Uh, I had plenty of good experiences, thousands of them. Uh, when I was in my worst conditions, people would help me. When I, like, everywhere, like, you could see that good vibe or good energy of people who you're surrounded with. Yes. But I would say, like, good, bad experiences. I don't know, like, I wouldn't say bad experience, but I would say, like, an experience that I learned from. Yes, again, my question is not bad experience, but what was the most dangerous scenario? Because even the format of You Are Human is we try to inspire and bring yeah. more positive stories out. Of course, yeah. as human beings, in a movie, when everything is good, 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 you're like, hey, I wasn't good. You know, where's the villain? Where's the twist? So my question is, what was the most dangerous like did you get? You know, like, I don't know. There could be something so weird. And like, oh my God, it was dangerous. I would, let's see. I had some experiences, but one of the experiences I wanted to say, like in in Ethiopia, mm. I was I was dealing with someone, and uh, because I learned the basic of the basics of the language, mm. so I could understand what he says. Right. But then he wanted to rip me off, and he wanted to like to steal from me. But after I understood from him, and I started like arguing with him, and we everyone was shouting at each other. And then he he took out his sword and he's, he wanted to hit me with it. Oh, no. Yeah, but then I started shouting and he started shouting with a big argument until, like, we were surrounded w- with people. Mm. And then because most of the people we were surrounded with, they were tourists. Yeah. And he owned the company. Right. But then, like, everything, went, we went on our separate ways. But it was a bit scary, scary because yeah. someone wanted to hit you with a sword. Oh, no. So... That was an experience. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, you know, you have to try to be strong as well. You yeah. have to act like you're not scared because these experiences happen. Like, yeah. A lot of, like, I wouldn't say a lot of times, but it could happen. Correct. And you could, you have to act uh, fast, fast and like yes. in, a, in a really good way as well. Yes. So you want get her to something yeah. yeah because you know when when we talk about solo traveling mm-hmm. this is one of the misconceptions like people yeah. think oh solo traveling is going to be so dangerous yeah. when i traveled solo i had my other female friends even yeah. males they would be like don't you get scared yeah. of course there is a sense of mm-hmm. fear yeah but 
for me so far alhamdulillah i've mm. always had really good experiences mm. as you said you know when when people tell mm. me about their negative stories i was mm. like really i think i'm really blessed you know the <laughs> angels are looking after me uh, because i've had such such good exactly, experiences exactly but the thing is like as well traveling is not just good experiences correct correct it's not just sunshine and rainbow yes, yes. there's like dark days as well yes. there are bad days as well sometimes yeah. like i would say like what brought me here right. why i'm traveling for like <laughs> years or like days or wouldn't it's better to be to be at home yeah so you 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 will have these experiences right. once you travel for uh, for a long period yeah so it's it's possible, it's possible. to have it yeah. <laughs> because this is going to be my next question mm-hmm. you know you travel for 1000 days straight yeah. straight and mm-hmm. you do not even come back home mm-hmm. now does it get lonely you know i'm sure as you rightly said right now that yeah. sometimes you question why am i even here yeah. so does it get lonely and do you get homesick and when that happens mm-hmm. how do you bring yourself back and say halas you know let's move forward <laughs> the thing like i came back twice back home hmm. like for for a very short period but sometimes i i do get these uh, feelings that i want to go back home right because personally i, I mostly miss the food <laughs> <laughs> because i feel i believe that the food brings you the people right right it's right. you connect with food definitely <laughs> yeah. you know? and people like like you are surrounded with food and people always laugh and smile yes. and the stories you yes. share mostly it's within the circle of food yes yes and yes. that's i think what i what i missed most right. is the food because i believe like the 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 food is like the the base of yes. <laughs> of the people and yeah. family and friends so like yeah. wow, okay i missed it <laughs> so i could sometimes i feel that i want to go back home hmm. i feel sad i feel upset that why shouldn't they just like buy the first plane ticket and go back home go back yeah but then i just uh, take a deep breath and uh, and relax in one place for a week or two so mm-hmm. i could re- uh, like regain my energy and my my thoughts and everything and then i continue traveling because this is one of the worst things with traveling if you travel constantly without uh, without stopping without mm-hmm. having a break you would feel homesick you would right. feel tired you would right. feel exhausted once you feel exhausted you're like i don't want to continue yeah i i prefer to go back home yeah. so i i get one, some of these experiences yeah. as well yeah <laughs> but then you still continue yeah definitely Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> yeah you know there's something that we talk about a lot mm. is comfort zone mm-hmm. you know we hear everybody in every speech get out of your comfort zone and when we do mm-hmm. move out of our comfort zone we tend to push the boundaries that we have set Mm-hmm. or a conditioning has set you know mm-hmm. and when we start pushing those boundaries and those limits mm-hmm. we encounter or discover a different us we you know discover this new strength in us yeah. or a weakness in us and we're like hey i can even do this or oh no i can't do that you know yeah. there's so much that we discover yeah. and when this happens we tend to have new learnings in life mm-hmm. so as you pushed your comfort zone way out there for 1000 days you went to so many countries what are the lessons of life that you learned from uh, this process i don't know first of all i feel like my com- being out of my comfort zone was my comfort zone so i didn't feel like <laughs> interesting i was like whenever i am out of my comfort zone i feel i'm in my comfort zone right. i feel really comfortable being out of my comfort zone because i feel it's just like it's just a process or steps to learn something new yes so that's that's really wonderful like for example the first time i hitchhiked i was really scared like a stranger would pick me up 
Yeah. Where would he take me and yeah. what will he do with me? Yeah. So all of that thoughts just disappeared when I took the first step. Right. I started right. hitchhiking. Yeah. And it's the same experience when when I go camping for three days or four days. The first time I'm like, it would be really difficult. Yeah. I would think like, how can I do it? Hmm. How will I do it? Yeah. But then once you do it, once you start... You would like say, wow, wow, why didn't I do it five years ago? Correct. It's the same when uh, when you bungee jump or you sk- skydive or you just cl- uh, jump from a cliff. Yeah. Once you, you're scared on the top, but once you jump, like you want to repeat it again because you feel <laughs> like being out of your comfort zone is, is amazing. Not like what you thought it would be. Yes. Like you think it would, it is bad, but it's actually it's much better than you think. Right. Yeah. Right. No, absolutely. And I love the fact that you're saying that not being in your comfort zone is actually your comfort zone. I think that's a wonderful take for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now you have come to a similar life, a regular mm-hmm. life, like us normal people. <laughs> now I you think are. I'm living no- normal since before, but since before, yeah. a different way a of different living. Way. For sure, for sure. But I would still like to say that now you're in a regular life, uh, you know, because what you were living previously, a lot of people were dreaming of it. Yeah. Um, now you're back to university. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how does it feel? Are you okay? Is that still your comfort zone? Or you still want to go back and travel and do all these crazy things? I think I would say... Traveling was like like a, a page yeah. from my life and yeah. it was like an experience, something, right. as I told you, I'm, let's say a seeker of knowledge. Yes. This being at the university and studying is just another page of yes. finding knowledge or right. like uh, saying things as well. True. It's completely different, but at the same time, it's the same because the same. you just learn from things yes. either from life from traveling from work or from university yeah so i feel like it's amazing <laughs> it's beautiful yeah and it's a completely different way of being out of my comfort zone right again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's brilliant yeah what is happiness for you what's what happiness happiness wow i think quietness and being away with nature yeah being sometimes uh, spending sometimes like alone and with nature connected to nature yeah uh quality time with people i prefer, i always love this feeling when you spend some time with people like right. spend this time as yeah. like happiness instead of getting technology like getting the technology to interrupt us right so i feel like disconnecting from technology sometimes is just happiness because you just like focus on on the things you have at the moment like with people or with yourself yes i think that's that's what i call happiness maybe (laughs) maybe (laughs) yeah that's lovely i remember meeting you for the first time and you were doing the hike barefoot Mm -hmm. and i remember even bumping into you at the alhail beach and of course at the beach when i tried to be barefoot (laughs) and again and you were you know being so vocal Mm -hmm. about why we should go barefoot Mm -hmm. and when i would follow your instagram stories (laughs) you're on some mountains some Mm. forest and you're always barefoot do you still practice that now while you're at university do you still go barefoot? i try to because 
in the UK, it's not easy to go go barefoot there because it's much colder and yeah. it's not that easy as here. And yeah. here, uh, mostly we're uh, connected to nature. You could find sand and right. like uh, clean could, places, exactly, clean paths. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So here, I I prefer to go barefoot uh, whenever it's possible. But where I'm studying, it's a bit challenging. Yeah. <laughs> to go barefoot. <laughs> Why do you choose to go barefoot? Because when the first time we met, you did give me an explanation, but I would yeah, really I like to hear it again. <laughs> <laughs> I think I prefer to connect, like, whenever it's possible to connect to nature, mm. I always choose to connect to nature. I yeah. always prefer to be away from materials, away from... I'm not saying that it's the materials are bad and these things are bad. No, it's just like it's really nice to have a break, yes. to have a break from things and just get connected to the sea, to the yes. water, to to the, to the sand and area. Yeah. So I think I just feel like I prefer to get connected to to the earth, and I feel like all the negativity and goes away exactly yeah, it just beautiful. fades away yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> i know because i go to the beach you know barefoot running and it's incredible yeah, it it's is incredible. beautiful yeah, yeah. especially yeah. when you like there's water a bit of like different <laughs> uh, different things yes, <laughs> yes yes and it feels so, so grounded you know mm-hmm. it just tells you you're more grounded yeah. because there is no artificiality exactly. so you just feel so much so much more grounded yeah so last question you travel for 1000 days mm-hmm. came back in one piece you did, alhamdulillah, God's grace, you did a kayaking mm-hmm. trip for 10 days, okay, yeah. in Oman, recently, this year itself, right? Yeah. It was? Yeah. yeah. 10 days you were on a kayak from one place to another. Now, life and God has been really amazing with you. What next are you expecting from life? <sighs> I think I had amazing experiences like even traveling and with kayak and with many things. What's next in life? I don't know. Like, I feel like it's time to give now. Right. I believe like that, like when I traveled, I, I took a lot. I yes. took a lot of knowledge. I took a lot of experiences from people, from nature, from many things. Yes. But I believe now it's time to give. Yeah. So that's why I can uh, continue my studies. And once I'm done, I, I'm really looking forward to give. Yeah. Uh, to give people my experience. That's why even I'm, I started writing my book. And mm-hmm. hopefully by next year, hopefully, <laughs> I will publish it. Well, so sure. people could learn from the experience and from the way I traveled. Mm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to your book then. Hopefully. Inshallah. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck Thanks for it. Thanks a lot. Thank you. <laughs>